from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I, I came up with a little arrangement and I posted it to my Instagram. Careful the things you say, children will listen. I certainly had to uh, take to Google <laughs> just to make sure. Um, and thankfully, uh, it was legit. I basically said yes, and I just poured myself a cup of coffee, listened to it, and it was just me, um, just so beautiful. That's not an email that you get in your inbox every day. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last year, Ellery Ward went viral for a surprising reason, her absolutely gorgeous cover of a 43-year-old show tune. That song was Joanna from the 1979 Broadway musical Sweeney Todd. Singer-songwriter Ellery Ward giving us some Stephen Sondheim with Joanna. An excerpt of Ellery's take on the song was a TikTok sensation last year, and that led to Ellery developing an entire album. She called it a perfect little death, acoustic Sondheim, and she recorded it from her closet. Now that album has gotten distribution from Ghostlight Records. That's a record label actually run by a St. Louis native. And Ellery Ward is also coming to town for an acoustic tribute to the great composer and lyricist Stephen Sondheim. It makes its St. Louis premiere at the Blue Strawberry in the Central West End. And here to tell us all about it is that singer and guitarist, Ellery Ward. Ellery, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. So that song is absolutely beautiful. And I understand you first started recording covers of Sondheim songs even before the pandemic in 2019. What got you started on that? Right. Um, it is kind of a silly, funny thing. I, I really just had the the song Every Day, A Little Death from A Little Night Music uh, stuck in my head. 
And uh, when I have a song stuck in my head, I either listen to it obsessively or I cover it. And I decided to cover that song and create my own version of it just in my bedroom with uh, my old guitar and um, very little skills at that point. Um, I taught myself how to play guitar um, and didn't know anything at that point. But I, I came up with a little arrangement and I posted it to my Instagram and my friends seemed to really enjoy it. And one of my friends commented on that post saying that I should make this a series. And so the very next day I came up with my arrangement of Joanna Reprise, which you all just heard um, in my apartment alone <laughs> and uh yeah i had no idea what that day would ultimately bring me in the years to come yeah so you started with some somewhat obscure sondheim i don't know that everybody is into a little night music a terrific show more people should be into it um from there you went to joanna had you been a theater kid where sondheim was kind of on your mind even before this Absolutely. Um, I've I've done music and theater truly my whole life. And it wasn't until high school, I went to Chicago Academy for the Arts for musical theater, um, where I had two insanely amazing teachers, Pat Rusk and Andy Robinson, who uh, really allowed me to be enveloped by Sondheim for the first real time in my life. Mm. We always did Sondheim shows and scene studies and they're the ones who introduced me to the company cast recording documentary and the Sondheim birthday concert and all the things that have influenced me so deeply from from then till now. So I can see how that kind of led to this project. But where this thing really takes a turn is then you join TikTok. What happened at that <laughs> point? Yeah, um, I it took a lot of persuading for me to join TikTok. Um, thankfully, my my good friend Chloe persuaded me enough times to get me to do it. Um, and because I was new and I didn't even really know how it worked, I just sort of used the content that I already had as sort of a backlog. Um, and, and we should and, explain to people, I mean, TikTok. So this is this social media site and people are just posting like really short videos. This is not right. necessarily a showcase for amazing Broadway level talent or, or great <laughs> uh, indie folk music. You're just people are just chucking up funny little videos. Yeah. And I I just uploaded what I had and I uploaded my Joanna Reprise video and people seemed to really respond to it and it was the first time I, I realized that I had an audience for this thing that I didn't even I didn't even know and didn't expect and it kind of made me aware that I had a sort of project uh, on my hands that I hadn't ever quite uh, defined until that point. And I imagine you've thought about this a little bit. So many people try so hard to go viral on TikTok and it just isn't going anywhere. What do you think made your songs such a standout there when there's so many other choices for people? I mean, that's something I've been trying to wrap my head around for a while. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I, my guess is that it hasn't necessarily been done before. Mm. Um, and I think there is uh, there's not only an audience, but also just like a community of people in the musical theater industry that haven't necessarily um, heard the music that they listen to 
on the stage uh, that much. I think it's beginning to change, but um, kind of melding uh, worlds sonically, uh, I think is a relatively new new idea to do a broadway um, song with the you're not belting it you're not being ethel merman right. you're bringing that indie sensibility right i right. think that makes sense and and it makes sense that this would take off because these are such beautiful songs and yet they sound so so new the way you're doing them you actually ended up landing a good old-fashioned distribution deal through this and this was through ghostlight <laughs> records uh that's a new york-based label run by kurt deutsch he actually grew up in Creve Core. I knew nothing of Valerie until I read a small paragraph about her and saw a TikTok of her performing the Joanna reprise from Sweeney Todd. And it and I had never heard Sondheim done in a way that was so beautiful, independent, folky, very relatable, almost like it just incredibly intimate. You know, you usually hear cabaret singers sing Sondheim or a jazz version of Sondheim or, um, or a cast album version of Sondheim. This was something so unique, and I just felt like it deserved to be heard. And so I reached out to her, and I asked her, I said, this is beautiful. Have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about making a full album of, these kinds of things. And she was like, well, as it so happens, I actually have a full album. Um, I've recorded 14 songs or, or however many songs on my guitar. And, um, and do you want to hear it? And I was, I basically said yes. And I just poured myself a cup of coffee, listened to it. And it was just me, um, just so beautiful. And that is Kurt Deutsch. He's the co-founder of Ghostlight Records, which has now brought out Ellery Ward's album of uh, her covers of Sondheim songs. So, Ellery, Kurt reached out to you based on TikTok. Did you think, like, this can't be legit? This this has got to be a scam. I mean, at first, I was I was a little confused because <laughs> that's not an email that you get in your inbox every day. Yeah, I'm um, a record label. I want to I want to break out your album. <laughs> Right. I, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I certainly had to uh, take to Google <laughs> just to make sure. Um, and thankfully, uh, it was legit. And uh, and he changed my life and we're very close. And I just have a whole lot of space in my heart for him. So I want to play another song from what is now an album. This is A Perfect Little Death. Acoustic Sondheim is the name of this album that, that came out then in June. Here's a track from this called Children Will Listen. And this, of course, is from Into the Woods. Careful the things you say, children will listen. to be 
that is Children Will Listen uh, by the artist Ellery Ward, who has a new album out of Sondheim Covers. Ellery, you recorded this album in your closet. That arrangement seems way too exquisite to have come from a closet. Did, did the songs change much after Ghostlight Records got involved? Um, no, they actually, they I had set everything uh to release it myself so everything was finished Hmm. um and i was ready to release it independently and uh thankfully that changed but yeah nothing else uh nothing else changed about the album um and uh i i just sort of am the the i i will die on the hill that anyone can make anything from anywhere and you just have no idea who will listen or possibly change your life. I, I love you. You make a great argument for this. I imagine if I went into my closet, there would not be the same effect that would come out. But this, this just turned <laughs> out beautifully. And your timing ended up being just amazing. So you brought out this album in June. And then Stephen Sondheim ended up dying just after Thanksgiving. And this just led to a groundswell of interest in his work. Here's Ghostlight Records co-founder Kurt Deutsch talking about how Sondheim's death really spurred increased interest in this album since Sondheim's passing people have just you know obviously done a lot of have been engrossing themselves in all things Sondheim I think and this album I think has stood out to be very healing for people um, and Ellery is just such an amazing spirit and I think she's she imbues these songs with such um, such uh, honesty and vulnerability and um, just illumination uh, that it comes across and it has become, I think, uh, a just really beautiful way for people to listen to Sondheim um, and, and remember him. And that is Ghostlight Records co-founder Kurt Deutsch. Ellery, have you seen just a spike in interest in all things Sondheim um, after that death in November? Yes, I did, which was, it's such a bittersweet thing because obviously it's very sad. I mean, I remember when I heard the news for the whole rest of the night, I truly could not stop crying. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it, the the fact that people were turning to his canon to honor him and heal and a part of that was listening to my album um it was very touching to me that i could be one of the vessels for this giant's work mm-hmm. and and one of the sweet sides i think of that very bittersweet moment is that his work survives and and here you're bringing mm-hmm. it into a generation that might not even come to it from broadway i, I think it's just it's such a great tribute and next friday uh, this is february 4th you'll be bringing the music from this album to the cabaret stage so this is kind of coming back to where the sondheim started this is at the blue strawberry here in st louis um have you ever done a cabaret show before or bringing out this album? Uh, no. <laughs> the The first time I debuted my Sondheim work uh, was in October at Rockwood Music Hall in New York City. Um, and that was, it was a, a really big thing for me to do a full set of Sondheim on acoustic guitar alone. Um, and 
it it proved to be such a magical and intimate experience that now it's just I can't wait to perform this material in such a personal way again. And so will it be all the songs from this album? Are you throwing in some non-Sondheim as well? Um, it will primarily just be Sondheim. Um, I mean, you never know what can happen. It's a live <laughs> Anything, show, right? You know, yeah. Um, uh, but yes, it, it is a Sondheim set, and it's primarily the songs from the album um, with perhaps a few new Sondheim arrangements as well. So you are not from St. Louis. You are from Chicago. But I understand coming here for this show at the Blue Strawberry, in some ways, this is kind of a homecoming. You spent some time in St. Louis in 2016. What were you doing here? Yes, it was my first ever professional job. I was in the ensemble of the Wizard of Oz at the Muni. You were a Muni kid? (laughs) I was. How old was I? That was 2016. So I think I was... 21 um 22 so somewhere a full around grown there. muni ensemble <laughs> member but at the same time i i looking back it really does feel like i was a kid at the <laughs> 21 <laughs> you were pretty pretty yeah. young <laughs> yes yes i i i'd say i still was a kid <laughs> So, you know, it's so interesting how TikTok has sort of, you know, changed your life and and sent you down. I don't want to call it a rabbit hole, but you've gone so deep on Sondheim in a way that even you uh, didn't really see coming. Do you see that being something you're going to continue? Is your next album going to be Sondheim as well? Or are you going in a different direction for the new music you're working on? I am indeed working on a second Sondheim album. Um, Although that doesn't stop me from continuing to make my own original pop music and thinking about other projects uh, that I would like to do in the future. I'd love to do a Christmas album. I would love to get my hands um, on other composers as well. But Right now, I am I am excited about making another Sondheim album. Well, there are so many good songs there. I have a feeling you are not going to run out even after two albums. You might have to do three <laughs> albums. Ella Reward That's the in the thing. Central West <laughs> next Friday at 7.30 p.m. Thank you so on much February for 4th. Today. And for tickets thank and more so information, you can go to bluestrawberrystl.com. And let's go out of the show with just a little more of Ella Reward's gorgeous harmonies. This is her version of Being Alive from Company. Somebody crowd me with love Somebody force me to care Somebody let me come through I'll always be there As frightened as you To help us survive This episode was produced by Evie Hempel with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And... Leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis.
Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.